We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good morning. Hey, this is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Happy Monday morning and welcome back. Um, I know our we were kind of a little bit off schedule there for a little bit because of my travels uh, last couple of weeks, and so. But uh, now we're I think we're back on schedule. So um, happy Monday morning! And today we're going to talk about the, well, the title is "Getting Behind the Curtain." So that's for any of you that are in sales, or even for the entrepreneurs like Eric and I that have to do the selling for ourselves <laughs> for our own business. Yep. You know, a lot of times to get um, to the right person to the decision maker to be able to be able to even um, pitch our products or your products or services that a lot of times there's a gatekeeper and that could be an assistant or even the, the spouse of the, of the, of the, um, the owner or the decision maker, um, another manager or just someone, someone within the business that for whatever, for whatever reason is that key to getting to, to that person. And so that's what we're going to talk about because a lot of times that is a uh, kind of a little bit of a, a barrier between us and being able to make our sales presentation. So I know that's for anyone that's been in sales for any length of time, you've probably faced some of these issues. And so that's always, uh, it's always one of those things. How do I, how do I get behind the curtain? How do I get to that decision maker? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm back with my co-host, Eric Yoon of Standout Marketing. Eric, happy Monday morning. Welcome. Hey, Robert. Happy Monday. Thanks so, a lot. Yeah. Hey, so y'all ready? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. It was hot. It was like it was like <laughs> 105 degrees every day here in Bakersfield. 105? So, yeah, like I checked in my car and I never knew if my car was right, but it, it was like 110 <laughs> degrees. And Ooh, yeah, it was, it was like 6 p.m. too. Oh, man. So, <laughs> well, you didn't tell me that earlier. I'm coming out to Bakersfield tomorrow, as you know, so <laughs> make sure you turn on the AC yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, we played uh, we played basketball probably in about 100-degree weather. There was no sun, but it was 100 degrees somehow. I don't know how that works. Oh, but, man. Yeah. Jeez, it's hot out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll so. be prepared. I guess I'm not going to be bringing my jacket tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, so you ready for this topic? Yeah, let's do it. I know we had some conversations earlier and uh, last week, and I know that's one of the things, I mean, I know you and I have to face a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I know there's a lot of other people out there uh, that face similar similar issues. So I think this is going to be a fun topic, and hopefully we'll get some, also some feedback. If we might have to do a follow-up conversation um, and even maybe bring some other professionals that have obviously had some some good luck in different ways to get behind the curtain. So, mm-hmm. so Eric, do you want to start off with uh, a couple things? I mean, um, you have some questions or um, even suggestions? Because I know, you know, what I talked about as I let off is that the gatekeeper can come in a lot of different forms. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times it's a direct assistant. Um, sometimes it's another manager. Uh, sometimes it's a, um, a spouse. Um, but also 
not just a gatekeeper, but sometimes the key get to get behind the, the gatekeeper is another person within the organization, within the company. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's the janitor. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know mm-hmm. their relationship to that person you did to get in touch with. So, you know, one of the keys is always making friends with everyone you come in contact with. But yeah. uh, so Eric, you got anything to start off with? Yeah. Um, well, I think uh, a good thing to keep in mind is that, you know, a gatekeeper, whether it be a spouse or an assistant or just any worker or cashier, whatever it is, um, you know, that they're not, they don't want to deliver to their boss, just another, another message of this person, you know, wants mm-hmm. our service in this way or wants to yeah. sell us this. I know when I was, um, when I was even like when I'm working at Starbucks and people would ask us like, Oh, is your manager here? And I'd be like, Oh, I could tell they're going to sell. And like, I don't even want to tell my manager anything that you're going to tell me, right. you know, but, um, if you try to, if you try to give them some good news, like think about what, what could I tell this? What could I tell this person that'll make them excited to tell their boss? Mm-hmm. Right. And then give them any little piece of news, like it, you know, just anything at all. It, it, it could be good news. It could be fun news. And even if it's like, uh, you should hire me, if you make it fun, you know, it might be something that they might want to tell their boss just because it's a fun way that you did it, mm-hmm. you know, but if you just stick to, Hey, this is what I do. See if your boss is interested. Um, that's just, I don't think that's, uh, that's, you know, that's not really a, a standout approach. Um, <laughs> is that a pun intended? <laughs> Unintended for stand, from standout marketing? <laughs> Shameless plug for standout marketing. <laughs> yeah, you're, on my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, you've you got to stand out um, above the crowd because there's all, you're not the only one pitching, trying to pitch to that person. And so right. whether it's a product or service or like even the example you gave, even trying to get a, a job within the company or even pitching to an, a potential investor, you know, as mm-hmm. a startup or even as a business that's trying to ramp up and trying to get capital, you got to pitch to something. So you're always trying to sell, you're always selling something. So it may not be just your product or service of a business, but it's selling something, which is you as a, a potential employee. And certainly having a message that, that definitely stands out above the crowd, gain some interest and above all, it always answers the question for the decision maker is that with them, what's in it for me, right? Remember, I've yeah. said that in the past episode, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to sell you a product, my, my services, but at the end of the day, what's in it for me? So, which means you want to deliver good news, which means you want to deliver, here's the outcomes I can deliver for your business, right? Mm-hmm. right? As a marketer or as a business consultant, business developer, as a potential employee, these are some of the things I can deliver. And so, yeah, it's, it's really, um, got think through and, and really uh, do your homework. Number one is yeah. if you happen to know the, who the decision maker is, if you happen to have a name, then look them up online. <clears throat> or even if you don't have a name, um, look them up online or even LinkedIn. I've done that. I, I showed it to you last week is that wasn't just to try to make a sales presentation. Actually, just recently, it was uh, we had a supplier issue and um, there were some things that went wrong, and so we need to we need to fix it on behalf of our customer because we were the broker, and the company wasn't really being very responsive as far as providing a good solution uh, for our customer. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Hey, can I talk to can I talk to the owner of the company?" And, and the company the company probably does about five six million dollars a year. Well, probably actually probably a little more than that. Um, but the, the person I was talking to, the um, I forgot their title, but anyways, they said, oh, no, he doesn't get involved with these types of situations. And so I said, okay. So I went online and I 
I researched the um, the company, found actually the owner's name, and then I think I went, from there I went to LinkedIn. Or no, actually, just once I got the comp- the owner's name, then I actually called the general line of the company, and they happen to have a directory. And so, if you ever go through those prompts, they'll tell you, you know, if you want to meet, meet reach Eric Yoon, dial two five zero. If you want to reach Robert Fukui, dial two three zero. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. And so, they didn't have the the title to each person, but they had everyone's name. And so, mm-hmm. the owner's name popped up, and then I dialed him directly, went <laughs> right to his phone, and he picked up. <laughs> so, nice. and so just a little bit of research <laughs> like that or even if you just go on linkedin and then yeah. um if you're if you're also if, especially if you're gonna pitch something is when you find the person's name do some homework look them up see you know see what they're all about if you go on linkedin if they happen to be on linkedin uh, and they have their profile as far as where they went to school maybe even p- past jobs even past connections or current connections you may find that there's someone that you know that's already connected to that person. Mm-hmm. So LinkedIn is actually a great tool for stuff like that. Uh, you never know who you're connected with. And, it, you know, if you, if you, you know how LinkedIn works, it'll show you the person's name and then it'll give you a number, one, two, or three, or sometimes four, but usually not more than three, which means you're only one, two, or three people removed from that right. person. Right. Mm-hmm. If you ever, if they're already in your, network then the number one will show up means you're already directly connected on on linkedin if it's a two or three that means that somebody you know knows that person right if it's a three then i mean somebody you know knows somebody that knows that person and so Mm -hmm. that's a great way to get okay who who might know this person who do i know that has a connection potential connection to this person and so that's one way to get behind the curtain Mm -hmm. any other any other thoughts before that's my um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, <clears throat> like I'm I'm just a big fan of like just kind of giving samples or just free things. And for me, it's more uh, you know it's it's really so. I think like for for us, it's uh, you know it's a service. It's a service. It's not a product um, mm-hmm. that we do. And um, so <clears throat> so one thing that we do is um, we. We go, so we go and we say a, um, instead of saying first that we, you know, this is what we do and all that stuff. We do actually, we prepare an experience for our client, our potential client. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, we already already make it on our website and then we make a, we make a little page just for them and we make it exclusive and we communicate to them that we're not doing a shotgun approach with who we're trying to work with, Mm -hmm. but we're really intentional and we communicate that by giving them a card, even if it's a gatekeeper or whatever, we give a card if we can't get to the decision maker and on the, and we handwrite um, a slug pass uh, on the, on the, on the URL. So stand up at marketing slash and then the client name and then a password. And then so already they're like, huh, only I can see this. And it already kind of creates this weird relationship where it's like, you're already almost talking with them one-on-one with no mm-hmm. one around. Yeah. But uh, we just communicate that like one and in that experience, we just communicate we, uh, we know what you're about and we try to really get deep into the why of their business without even talking to them. So mm-hmm. we communicate to them, Hey, we, we understand you. And then we communicate this, what we can do. And then from there, like a really simple call to action to try to get a sit down meeting with them. Uh, but I think the concepts within that is just, um, to, like show them it's very intentional somehow, mm-hmm. you know, communicate to them. You're they're not, they're not just another person kind of like, yeah. I think like in a, I mean, um, 
like, I don't know if you're trying to like date or whatever, right. You don't want to communicate to the person, Hey, you're the 20th person I tried to reach out to today. <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> that doesn't work. You know, you want to show them that you've, you know, like you said, you've done your homework and you're actually interested. You're really intentional about a potential mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's key to, um, being a little more intentional, giving them an ex- exclusive, somewhat exclusive experience and, yeah, that's that's great. That's a great example, and especially the handwritten note. So not every, right. you know, not everybody has the same type of business as you, so you can't do the exact same thing you do. But that handwritten note is a key thing because mm-hmm. it does give a personalized uh, experience. Right. A lot of times, you know, even thinking about my past in pharmaceutical sales, you know, we got brochures and stuff, <laughs> and certainly we can leave those. But you know, so is everybody, every other pharmaceutical salesperson out there. So a key thing that I would do is write handwritten notes. It's even good a little post-it post-it note and, and put it on there and say right. and say something about them that's maybe you say hey page five has a piece of information that you might want to know about or talk about the benefit that's in that page five and one things too is about consistency mm-hmm. is you know if you really want to make an impact it's not the first time out of the gate when you leave that message is going to be impactful many times sometimes it will be but most of the time it's not going to generate the response you want so which means you have to go back Mm-hmm. And so consistency and also that allows you to not just leave information or a personalized um, quote or something for them, but also get to know the gatekeeper. I mean, mm-hmm. really, like I said earlier, is make friends with everybody and generally just That's make true. friends, get to know them. Yeah. Not just get to know the person you want to get in touch with, but also get to know the gatekeeper. Right. Um, you never know. So that's a lot of part of my job in pharmaceutical sales was trying to get behind the gatekeeper because it wasn't the first time out the gate where I can do that. And that they didn't always make appointments. They didn't even, you know, will even allow us to host a lunch for the staff. I mean, that's another thing you can potentially do is maybe, maybe host a lunch yeah. or, or invite them outside. But a lot of times it was just getting to know the gatekeeper too. Totally. And so, and, and it's not that the, gatekeeper you know like you said earlier it's not that they're purposely just want want to keep you up but they do have to manage the time of the person they're working for so which means they can't allow everybody which means they got to figure out who can i trust Mm -hmm. to allow back there behind the curtain and so um getting to know them and they'll share some information of what might be important uh for the decision maker Right. So it's not a lot of times the gatekeeper, you can have a great conversation and pace a sales call with the gatekeeper mm-hmm. and just talking, getting to know them and also finding out s- some information about the company that maybe where, where do you think I can help? And even because mm-hmm. you never know what level expertise even the gatekeeper has. I mean, they're usually pretty savvy. And so a lot of times we overlook the gatekeeper as someone that we can actually make a presentation to. And That's so true. don't forget that. And then they'll get, yeah. some, and then they can ask, ask, solicit feedback from them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So consistency. Even, um, <clears throat> yeah. There's this sandwich shop that I recently found out about in town and I went there three times in one week. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, um, it was the was same the worker. It was the same <laughs> worker. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same worker that was there. Um, that was serving us. And every time we went in, we were just making conversation and, we we're talking with them, asking, you know, what they like it, what they like there. Um, we asked them about the ingredients and we just uh, developed, you know, some of a relationship. And by the third time she, you know, the worker noticed my shirt and it's a standout asking about what I do. And then we started talking about social media and then it turned into her asking for my info um, with the website and all that stuff. And she's like, Oh, I need to tell my boss. Cause we need, you know, social media stuff. And so, 
Um, so that worked out, you know, like really well, cause I didn't even have to even really have to pitch it, yeah. you know, but like you were saying, um, yeah, the relationship with, you know, the gatekeepers, like it's just, just really good. It pays off. Yeah. I mean, I've had some, um, yeah, definitely had some stories about the people that even get you behind the gate it was just some probably the most seem random employee. You just never, yeah. you just never know what kind of power, right. what kind of relationship they have. Yeah. And also, um, the, you know, getting back to the consistency piece is yeah. even think about if you're going back there repeatedly to that business, you know, that whether it's just, for example, the, you know, since we we're talking about the handwritten note, even if it's just one post-it that every time you go back, you leave a different message that mm. basically is like a sales call. Yeah, so yeah. let's just say you're you're planning to go there five times over the next month, or for in your case, three times, like in, in one week. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> if you happen to have left a message, and it was a different message about, mm-hmm. you know how how to improve the conversion on your website, you know how to reach people on social media, maybe even giving mm-hmm. a tip, you know in your case. But you know think about for everyone that's listening, think about for your own situation and for what you're selling. What are the different benefits of purchasing your product or service? Mm-hmm. And maybe having just a just series of notes that you leave behind, always a different note, but it, you can even develop that into a sales presentation in itself, just those handwritten notes. Yeah. It's a short burst. Right. And so it <laughs> yeah. kind of reminds me, it's a little bit different <laughs> scenario, but it reminds <clears throat> me of a physician I called on and I, I could see him, um, but he wouldn't get engaged with the sales conversation. So this is when I was working for a different company, well, this one company and I had to drop off samples. That's kind of what a lot of people think about pharmaceutical sales is dropping off samples. Well, for bulk of, bulk of my career, I didn't have to do that, but there's one, uh, one company I worked for that I did have to drop off samples. So the physician had to sign. So he would come out just to sign, but he wouldn't engage in any conversation. And it was, so I couldn't, so I was like, man, how do I, how do I, um, um, get some time with him because all he's going to do is come out, sign, and just leave. He just, you know, as yeah. soon as you start talking, he's just off and running. And so it was actually my manager was with me one time, and he says, he said, just ask, just say, just say this one thing. Say, I say, doctor, I just want to make one point, and just ask yeah. for that, and then yeah. he'll most likely stay for that. And as long as you commit to that, I mean, as long as you you, you hold true stay to that track. and just stay yeah. on track and make just one point, don't go one point and oh, one more thing, just make that one point. Yeah, that he'll stop and listen. Over time, you'll build trust, and then he'll stay for longer. And sure, yeah. and sure enough, it happened. So I said, wow. doctor, I just want to make one point today. And he, he stopped and he looked up. And he's like, okay. And I made one point, and that's all yeah. I did. And I left. I said, thank you for thank you for the time, and I left. I did that for about. Like three that. or four times, uh, three or four times, I remember. <clears throat> and then at the fourth time, then he asked a question. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got into a conversation. <clears throat> and so every time he did that, that's, that was our thing. I said, well, I make one point. And for, usually from, <clears throat> from that point on, that one point usually developed into a conversation. And right. uh, he became a great customer. And so you know, little things like that. So even if you get to see the person, but you don't get a lot of time. Yeah. You know, say, okay, you know, just be conscious about their time. And, you know, when they know that you're going to be, you're going to deliver something of value and that you appreciate their time, right? that you're not going to waste it, then they'll mm-hmm. extend that time. Then they'll build a trust. Right. Yeah, I like that time factor because now more than ever, and it's just increasing is that, that you know, just the value of time is is huge. And if you can, if they can trust you, you have a, if they know that you have an understanding of how valuable their time is, I mean, that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, 
but regarding consistency, so, well, so you went every time you went in there, you made a different point. Is that what you did? So you mm-hmm. went a couple, like the next time you said, "I make one point," and I was like, "Point yeah. number two." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know, you know, what was important to him because he wasn't engaged in conversation. So I just made a decision right. to make a different point every time, and then eventually it must have hit something, <laughs> and then he stopped. Do you, do you remember any of those points? Well, it was. It had to do with the um, the drug I was selling. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, and this is uh, this is gosh, eighteen, nineteen years ago when yeah. this, this particular circumstance. But um, it was always, you know, it was always a different point about the drug. One of the benefits of of the drug. So you can do something similar, whether you're leaving note or if you're face to face, is make one different one different point, and then maybe even in the note is asking for just ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, here's one ten minutes to to um, to kind of show you how this could probably help your business, improve your business. Uh, but be very conscious about sticking to that ten minutes because yeah. I, I know a lot of people will say that, oh, I just got a few <clears throat> minutes. I want to talk to you about something, and next thing you know, it's a half hour. You know, but, and that becomes that's just not good. And then you don't build yeah. trust. If you're going so, if you're gonna put something like that down, commit to it. Say, I want five minutes. I want ten minutes. Whatever it is. Be conscious about that and say, you know, I know I asked for 10 minutes. I'm going to stick to that and then do that. Right. And then just, and then just leave it. So any, and you can always pause and say any other questions or, you know, what do you okay. think? What's the next step? You know, that we talked about closes and calls to action before. Right? What's the next step? You can always close on, you know, can I have more time later or do you have any questions or something like that? That could potentially right. extend the conversation if they want to extend the conversation. Mm-hmm. So any, any other thoughts or questions? Yeah, I was just, just a thought, just on consistency. Because for me, I think that's the hard part is um, I just don't like asking for the same thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like more than, more than three times, you know? And so, but I like the idea of um, try once and then come up with game plan number two, doing it again in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really like that idea. Yeah, come up with a series. And the other thing is find out, as you're doing your homework, find out where they hang out or socialize or network or something like mm-hmm. that uh, because you can also see them in different locations. Um, mm-hmm. I did that in my, in my sales experiences. I found out where that, that person was going to be speaking, was do, having a speaking or was, um, yeah, was actually going to be doing some public speaking. So I showed up 6, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. That, that night. I just went and hung, and I met her. I mean, I actually already kind of knew her a little bit, but it was just always hard to be able to get that time uh, time with her with that position. So I found out when she was speaking, so I showed up, and there we mm-hmm. go. And so, yeah. and especially when they're outside of their environment, you know, when they're in the office, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on, and they're stressed, they don't have time, whatever. Once they're outside of the environment, they get a, little, a lot more relaxed, and they have more time to, to talk. Right, and so find out where they where they go, where they hang out, and even maybe, yeah. hey, invite them out for lunch or, or dinner or yeah. something like that. S- something so just get them out. Getting them out of the office is always a key thing. Yeah, <laughs> stalk them on their Instagram <laughs> <laughs> the stories or something. Yeah, yeah, connect connect with them on LinkedIn, and you know certainly that's a that's that's definitely a, a good thing. Um, yeah. Definitely don't start selling them right off the bat once they connect with you. Um, right. Just you know ha- allow that connection on LinkedIn or social for them to kind of see what you're about or who you are. Yeah. Right. Before you start pitching them all of a sudden, because Mm -hmm. that's just going to turn them off and they'll unfriend you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, so just kind of, um, can you give some, like, like a, in a scenario when you're walking, it's the first time you don't know them at all. You know, the person behind the counter and, or, you know, the cashier or the secretary or whatever, but, um, how would you, you know, just, just start the conversation? How do you, how does it usually, do you have like a game plan of usually that you stick to? Um, it's kind of a, you cover? yeah, it's just, it's just kind of, again, it depends what you're selling, but, um, you know, it feels, it's just me right now. It's that usually it's, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big cold call person. I, I mean, I did it in my f- <coughs> first part of my sales career, but that's, I don't like to have some kind of connection before mm-hmm. I just I walk in somewhere. So usually I'm going to know, know something. So if um, yeah. you, you can look up the company too, if you're, if I was just going to go straight cold call, mm-hmm. I'll look up the company. There's, Information out there, um, you can go on to uh, uh, Reference USA is uh, is this big database, and it holds the information of a lot of the businesses, even small businesses in the country in the, in the United States. That's why it's called Reference USA, mm-hmm. and it'll give some financial information on there too. And then who's the decision maker? Who's the president and CEO? And, and sometimes even some of the more middle management. But it'll give some information. And so for me, because one of the things I I do is help businesses increase profits, is I might note something um, from Reference USA or something. Say, hey, you know, there's a two step. I can't just five minutes to show a, a way for the company to improve profits. You know, that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be something I like to do. You know, so introduce myself, find out what the person's name is, who the gatekeeper's name is. First thing is like, hey, this is and present some kind of pitch in a way that's not selling just what I do per se, but say this is this is what I think I can deliver. Yeah. You know, in five minutes. And does that person make appointments? If not, how what's the best way to you know, what's the best way to kind of get in touch with them and to make a presentation or to even give them information? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the it'll just be a lot of times the response will be just leave your information. Right. Right. Totally. And so that's when you have to get prepared. So you have to be prepared for everything, whether you're able to make an appointment or you're just going to be leaving, leaving information. So like I said, that piece of information with a brochure and then maybe a handwritten note and a post-it that talks about maybe one key thing that you can do. And then that post-it note is actually your way to maybe add some specific information about the company right. that you found that's out good. about. Yeah. Don't just leave your help. number. Right. Like leave a little bit, like a little. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, that reference USA, if it showed their, uh, their income statement, because a lot of it will show income statements a lot of times. And if you note that maybe they're, for me, maybe I noticed that their profit margins were put smaller than they needed to be. And I know they're probably struggling in some areas because their margins mm-hmm. are smaller. Then I say, hey, I noticed, I did some research and, you know, on reference USA, you can reference that because it's a public, you know, it's, it's all public information. Um, yeah. There's there's definitely areas I feel that can help improve your profit margins, which would allow you to be able to maybe to reinvest into some equipment or hire more people or give raises or something like that. I mean, think about some kind of deliverable that you can you can um, um, deliver on, and what that benefit would be for the company. And it doesn't have to be very long. It's whatever can fit on a little post-it note and say, "This is what I think I can do." Can I have five minutes, ten minutes of your time to discuss yeah. a little bit more? And then leave your contact information. Yeah. And then go back, you know, like I said, and then maybe plan for like go back uh, three, four, or five more times mm-hmm. and have a game plan of what note do I want to leave if right. I have to do that. 
right? Yeah. But don't just just don't sit on the fact that you're going to leave a note. But that's your backup in case mm-hmm. again you're the gatekeeper and said, "Hey, I know I was here last week, but um, I really feel I can help. Um, is there any way I can have a few minutes of, your time, of their time?" Um, also, in the midst of that, though, is get to know the gatekeeper. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, how you?" You know, when you walk in, is more not be, not just pitch yourself, but also, "Hey, how you doing?" and you know, if it was a Monday morning, how was your weekend? Or if it's Fridays, hey, you got some plans coming up, you know, just stuff like that. But just generally right. get to know the person too. And uh, and who knows who they know that you know, you know, even the gatekeeper. I mean, there might be some common connections. Yeah. Especially yeah. live in the same town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's just like every situation is unique. So you really have to approach it differently. So don't, think about don't just do the same thing or even the same opening or presentation I mean, mix it up <laughs> yeah right mix it up and above all just get to know the person that's in front of you and find out yeah. what makes them tick yeah yeah no that's good and i think um i think one one other thing too i was just thinking about while you were talking is i think just knowing um just like a self-awareness knowing what about your personality that people like Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. Like, even though you're representing your company, whether you're an owner or just a sales, uh, salesperson, sales rep or or anything that is, um, if you, if you lead with the parts of your personality that shine, I think that goes a long way too. Sure. Like, um, like I think for you, it's just like, right when you meet someone, I think there's just, it's like, Oh, this guy, he's, I think he's going to really actually has my best interests in mind. I think there's just like an honesty and like a trust that's just automatically there. And, so you could just say, "Hey, you should probably give me." Uh, <laughs> probably give you should me trust one. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, never um, say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it just. What's but I mean? think, yeah, just knowing yourself is just attractive for one, but it also, um, you know, it just leaves a really good impression if you lead off with a good, you know, personality and you're you're, you're aware of what about you shines. Yeah, just don't give the used car salesman approach. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, just do your homework, do some research uh, before you just, you know, pop in on a, on the cold call or whatever, and then find out, you know, who already knows that person that's already in your network. I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, spread the word, whether it's on social or just through your own network and just people, you know, just kind of make a list and sometimes say, hey, I need to get in front of so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And just start talking to your friends and the people in your network because you never know. So yeah. one of the ways, you know, always try to try to circumvent the cold call because that's that's kind of the lowest conversion rate, you know, is, is just cold call. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you happen to have some kind of introduction or something, a referral, I mean, then obviously you'll be able to get in front of the decision maker a lot faster and a lot, uh, a lot more efficiently. And then the close rate. You know, just when you are when you do get to make that sales presentation, um, the close rate's a lot higher because they're you're there through a trusted source yeah right right so mm-hmm. certainly you know cold calls are still there's still a, a role for that you know depending on the kind of business you have right. um but if all possible try to get you know some kind of warm introduction and yeah. regardless of the kind of business regardless of how big the company could be is you just never know who you're already connected with that has a connection to that person you know it's that six degrees of separation that, you know, we're only mm-hmm. six degrees separated from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so somebody, somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows Kevin Bacon. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So cool. Well, Hey, hope, uh, hope this was uh, worthwhile for you and hopefully for those that listened in, but uh, thanks yeah. again, Eric, for joining me. 
Yeah, this is helpful for me. Thanks. You're welcome. <clears throat> and stay cool out there. I'll see you tomorrow. Make sure uh, the temperature drops about at least 10 degrees, if not 15, 20, <laughs> before I get out there tomorrow. But hey, thanks again, yeah, well, everyone, for listening. This is the Purpose and Profitability Podcast. If you have any other business questions or topics you'd like to hear more about or hear about, email me directly at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I number 61 businessdevelopment.com or go straight to the Facebook page of Purpose and Profitability and you can post your topic there. Tune in again next week as we go live again. So thanks again for listening. This is Robert Fukui and remember purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.